Hey y'all, it's Pat. I play Leland Deacon. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Fine patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House and Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, back once again on the main stage. You may notice a few things different about this particular Jasper Spitwistle. First of all, I'm fresh out of debtor's prison, and a few misconceptions I had there. There wasn't a lot of rock breaking or shelling of other people's peanuts. Um, also, I was shanked. I did say last time that no one has ever been shanked in a debtor's prison. But, um, you know, put me in the record book, folks, because <laughs> I was shanked on several occasions. Um, got some new perforations, uh, lacerations, and, um, you know, a couple of paper cuts, too. They had me working in the library. Uh, dreadful work. I started a gang in debtor's prison. Uh, we called ourselves the Hot Boys. And, you know, was it the biggest gag in the prison? Probably not. No, of course not. But, I mean, there was a little bit of exclusivity, a little cachet with being a hot boy. So, um, that was exciting. Um, what else? What else? I got some rad tattoos, obviously. Uh, you can check these bad boys out. Um, all inked up now. It's um, semi-permanent ink. Um, I, di- I didn't want... After all the shanking, I didn't really feel super comfortable with a lot more... Um, you know, insertion of metal objects into my body. So this is mostly um, semi-permanent marker. Um, But I have been promised that, uh, you know, if I reapply on a nightly basis, it should stay looking great uh, for years to come. Uh, So yeah, no, but but here we are back at the Gilded Ram. Um, Boy, it was weird getting out of debtor prison and finding that the the gang, uh, the little Jaspers, had in in fact moved on like I'd expected, um, but had in, in fact completely ruined all of my credit, um, sold the Gilded Ram out from under me, stole all the money, and have now started a traveling show all across the countryside now. I mean, I guess they've got a pretty nice wagon or group of wagons. I heard they've got an elephant, you know. Um, you know, well, I mean, that's great. That's good for them. You know, traveling shows are great when you're young. You know, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I could do it. I could do it. I could go on the road again. But, you know, at, at my stage, you know, you can't go anywhere without being recognized. You might as well stay in a city, you know, get people used to you. So, you know, it's, um, it's just kind of normal running into me, I feel, at this point in Merkheim. Whereas if I was, I was out about on the road, I wouldn't be able to pass someone without them going, oh, that, that Jasper Spitwistle there, the famed bard and storyteller. I'd have to give them a story or something, you know. You know, who wants to go into all of that? So, um, you know, I'll, I'm fine where I am. Um, destitute, absolutely destitute at this stage. Um, and in fact, I've never been more in debt than I am right now. But you know, there's something about the fresh air. There's something about being out of debtor's prison. Um, and you know, being back on the right side of the ledger books, you know, I'm, I'm working again I'm here at the place I used to own. Went through a lot of work to purchase it. Um, and now I am just an employee yet again. 
Uh, but that's all right, you know, I'm working off my debt, but uh, what do I want from this world, you know? A place to tell my stories, um, a good audience that likes to listen, and, you know, any prospective path out of this crippling loneliness and depression I find myself in. Those are the only things I want in this entire world. So, you know, two out of three, <laughs> right? All right, last time where we left off, um, the brute force had saved Rim. You know, the whole island was going tipsy-topsy, upsy-downsy. Um, and they fixed it, you know, flipped a switch or so, did, a, did some uh, double Kama Sutra, things of that nature, you know. Um, but off they went on their little airship, headed for Gurn, um, of all places. You know, it seemed, based upon what Cami uh, had been able to extract, from Prince Iltrek Filifar's brain, which was slightly scrabbled at this stage, uh, that he had at one point landed in Gerd and then uh, was uh, sought out, you know, put into chase. There was a there was a there was a group of riders that uh, rode him down, and uh, it was terrible from there on out. So anyway, uh, between that, the Armada situation, um, the people from Gerd, there was a lot of Gerd, you know, clues rolling around. Some would say an overabundance of clues that would point the adventurers towards Gurn. So, you know, Gurn's where they went. Uh, specifically, they were headed towards Frostreach, you know, the biggest city in the kingdom of Gurn. And once we arrived, well, we were greeted with a city full of secrets. Last time, y'all saved, uh, y'all saved an island. Yeah. A little topsy-turvy island. So we're going to pick up basically in route to Gurn. Because you have very recently saved the island of Rim from ultimate destruction and uh, tippy-toppiness. Um, which is a big issue in a lot of floating islands. And uh, y'all y'all saved it and, and did a big win. And then you guys hopped on your little airship, with ha which has a, a dirigible above it. And a whole bunch of tigers in front of it. And you, you floated off Gurnwood. So I think that you guys have made it most of the way there. In fact, anytime you guys want to say you've made it there, congratulations, you've made it there. But en route to Gurn, I mean, it was a festive time of uh -huh. year. Uh, Scrotchmas happened en route. So, I mean, like, did anything exciting happen on your voyage to Gurn? I'm trying to think what stuff Mort has in his pockets that he could give us presents. <laughs> I don't think he's got a lot. Well, we just we just did like a little shopping episode before yeah. we fixed the island. I'm gonna say that I think that Bobo has not um, celebrated Scrunchmas at least with the customs that our group tends to celebrate Scrunchmas with. So I think Cammy spent a good chunk of that like week or that like time period leading up, um, putting Bobo in like very adorable Scrunchmas outfits that are clearly designed for someone closer to Cammy's size, which makes it even cuter because. Now it's like, ugh, look at this. He'll get this huge gorilla that does not fit into these like adorable tiny little scrunchmas clothes. And kind of like telling Bobo all about the punishment that you get and uh, all the other scrunchmas festivities that Cammy totally remembered 100%. I can't remember why you get punished. I remember it's always Jasper that gets punished. <laughs> I remember that it's Jasper that gets punished. I think it's like if you. Forget a gift, or if you give the worst? Or if, like, someone guesses it was from you, 
you get punished or something. Actually, I think it's if you guess it wrong. So like you get a secret oh, Scrunchmas right, gift. Yeah. And if you if you are off on who gave it to you and you incorrectly guess who gave it to you, that's when you get punished. So uh, Bobo spent that whole time dressed up in a like kind of think like elfish, like very small vest, very like crop top with little tiny pant. Um, really getting festive with the Scratchmas season. Is he happy about it? Or are you just bullying him into wearing them? I don't think that Cammy would force him to wear these like tiny outfits if Bobo did not like it. But I, I do think that Cammy kind of put him in a tough situation because she got matching ones for ribbons. So whether he did it out of like, Ugh, I, fine, fine, I'll do this for you, uh, or whether he genuinely enjoyed it, that's anyone's call. It's hard to tell. Holidays are a hard time of year. Leland's been whittling a small wooden spoon. Oh, well, cool. What's that for? Okay. He's sanded it down and he's he's stained it. It's nice. It's a nice wooden spoon. What's he going to use it for? Various oils. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Does he does he like oils as a mostly mummified person? Like incense or Any like sort something of oil. like Would you consider them essential? I definitely wouldn't consider them essential. Frivolous oils. Yeah, uh, recreational oils, some would say. If they're not essential oils, are they essential oils? Uh, definitely mm. some olive oil. You know, oh, okay. Some olive oils. You know, I learned, I learned, and I, I feel like I should have known this, but I found out, I found out, and I feel the need to share that this piece of information that you probably all already know, that the essential in the word essential oils doesn't mean like it's important or necessary. The word essential essence. there comes from the, from essence. Yeah. So when they talk about essential oils, they're talking about like, like in a zest type way, like you're getting the essence of a thing. As opposed to vegetable oil, which is not the essence of vegetable. It's, it's just. <laughs> I thought it was like, they're not quite oils, but they're essentially oils. <laughs> they're essentially, yeah, for all intents and yeah. purposes, oils. Yeah. It's, it's more liquid really than oil, but it's essentially it's like an oil. Um. Cammy wants to get better because Cammy now has a harness to ride Bobo. Yeah, or any large, any large uh, willing creature. Any large bipedal willing creature. Sure. I mean, don't. I'm just saying it's a harness. You don't have to limit it to Bobo if you find a Frankenstein. Cammy's been getting better at that and like maneuvering with Bobo. So I think that they did some. Um, like days where Cammy spent most of her time in the harness to try to like get used to it. Okay, I don't need to ask this question. There, I've never, I've never said anything more rhetorical in my mm-hmm. life. But did they build a Ninja Warrior course? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There were stunts, and because we're course. trying to like work up to it, because I know that this was originally just a goof, but then you brought up a very good point that it could be used in combat, <laughs> and so uh, Cami does not want to fly in dark, never having used this. So they they've been doing some like team building, like some ropes courses kind of a thing on the deck of this airship, uh, like harnessed together. So Mort has also been practicing something with Bobo, because Bobo's a very strong boy. Yes. Mort has been practicing turning into a bat and having Bobo throw me as hard as he can. And then just before I hit a target, I whip out my razor wings. Fastball special. I I love that. Uh, Does that move have a name? Uh, I will come up with one. The old bat ball. Yeah, bat bat bull. Bat bull's good for now. Okay, okay. I love that. That's a great. That's a great move. 
That feels like a stunt, though. Like, it you does. can have that as yeah, a stunt. Yeah, I'll take one of yeah. Barbara Fresh off and add it as a stunt. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Great. Question to you, Adam. Mm-hmm. Is there a proprietary language of Gurn or like a Gurn dialect? Because Cami has not spent a lot of time traveling in Gurn, but I, since we have some downtime for me to be like, I don't know, an effective player character or whatever, um, Cami would probably mm-hmm. either consult UO or just if there's like general knowledge books uh, about like like Gurnish stuff, Gurnish history, Gurnish culture. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, so that she's not just flying in totally blind. Yeah. Um, okay, so I think here's the thing that's I think important to know is that like Gurn does not have a big touristy draw. There, like the big city of Frostreach is not even that big a city. It's populous, but it's also really broad and spread out. It's not like a city that's tall. It's more a city that's wide. It's very Phoenixy in that sense. Like like Arizona? Yeah, Phoenix, okay. Arizona is not a tall city. It's a wide city. I've never been to um, Arizona, and we're talking. We're in a fantasy oh. game where we have a character that plays yeah. in Phoenix. Well, you got a lot of room. You got a lot of room. It spreads. So yeah, my 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 equation here would be that like uh like Gurn is kind of like Idaho. Like people have heard of Idaho. Nah, nobody's been. Right. Like there's uh, a particular type of of crop that's grown there. Everybody knows of of. Uh, burble fruit, which is obviously a well-known and uh, and deep lord fruit, not not a thing that I accidentally uh, mumbled through and made up uh, on that ship when you guys were investigating okay. it uh, several episodes ago. I can't remember if it did something or if it was just a fruit. It was just a fruit that let you guys know that this thing had been that that ship had been in Gurn. It is. I mean, it's the heart of the deep north. It's a very folksy place. Uh, remember, like, it's a flip-flop. Uh, so you're going to get a lot of folksy aphorisms. People are going to move at a different pace. Things are things are a little bit slow around here in these parts. So Gurn is a pretty chill place. Or it used to be. <laughs> wow. Or it used to be. Also, important from a, I guess, historical standpoint... And all of you would know this, like Gurn was the one kingdom that did not take part in the Austin reach from either side. Uh, the Switzerland. Gurn was Switzerland. Gurn was Switzerland in the I just don't want to get involved type of way, uh, which was pretty financially lucrative for them, just like Switzerland. So they kind of played both sides to a certain extent. And there's a lot of ill will from other kingdoms towards Gurn about that. Mm-hmm. All the mafias now have Gernsian bank accounts. Yeah, probably. So, okay, not a very, not a very touristy thing. Could you, re- could you remind me back in the days of the gods, what the paragon like? If that was one of the notable paragons that like we had to deal with, or if it was one of the clash tiger paragons, or so, any, anything there that I need to know about? It was not a notable one. No, they like it was by the time that 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 brute force had interacted with a Garion, they had already taken out the paragon from Gurn, who was, I believe that might have been Nounverber, something <laughs> Nounverber. Nounverber, okay. I think might have been the 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 paragon of uh, Gurn, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, no, it was not. It was not a paragon that you guys had ever really interacted with. Um, your expectations upon rolling into Gurn is that it's going to be, you know, kind of pastoral, like it's kind of a like a pretty, I don't want to say conservative in the way that we think conservative, but it is kind of a conservative style of like everyone is very polite. Oh. 
everyone uh, like takes care of their neighbor, but it's very isolated in that way. They are very they're a highly nationalistic or kingdomistic uh, country. Basically, they they worry about Gurn and the people of Gurn uh, kind of above all. Oh, 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 oh. A little jingoistic. That works. Jingoistic. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Coincidentally, that's the name of the mayor. <laughs> Jingoistic. Yeah. That's a good name. Jingo's a good name. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I think it's a good name. So I'm naming my kid. Jingo? <laughs> Jingo Golfo. Yeah. Jingo. Good lord. I guess they're not really Jingoistic because that would assume that they actually would have gone to war instead of being isolationist. I don't even know what Jingoistic means, so I'm just rolling with it. <laughs> Jingoism is just like you're. Ex- you're like super patriotic, but like you'll like America first, and uh, I'm gonna destroy every other country in the world because of it. That's jingoism. Oh, yeah. Putin. Yeah, Putin. America. Fuck yeah. So most uh, most Guernseyans ride on the back of a horse shirtless. Is what I'm getting from Putinistic. Uh, it's a little cold for that though. Hey, it's a little cold for that in Russia. It's not exactly balmy True. over there. True. All right. Well, you guys are arriving. Look, you're here. You're here. It's Frostreach. Uh, it was a long trip because you guys did skirt around the southern edge of the shimmering uh, uh, shimmering mountains instead of actually going across them. Because, boy, the weather patterns are pretty unpredictable around there. But Did we cross over or go by the town that we were at before um, when the island rose out? Uh, you absolutely could have if you wanted to. I was, was wondering what the state of it was. To like check in on the... Glacier Moss? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you guys uh, you guys could have absolutely plotted your route uh, past Glacier Moss. Uh, when you guys were over Gla- Glacier Moss, you would have seen effectively uh, a town that is totally devastated. Imagine yeah. uh, you went to... Well, I mean, I guess Haiti even now because that's the way America do. Boy, let's be positive right now. But yeah, it's uh totally devastated by tsunami. It's uh it's rough. Uh, you guys could have tried to touch down and like look for the uncle, but I don't know that he would have made it. Yeah, I feel like he would not have survived. Yeah, I was just curious as to the state of the place. Uh, most people have abandoned it. It's free real estate, baby. Free real estate. Who's gonna buy it? Fucking Aquaman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sell it to who, Ben? All right. So then you guys make it to Frostreach. Uh, Frostreach, as you guys reach it, I mean, it doesn't have a great place to land. Uh, there's not like a, there's uh, <laughs> not a port. It's it's a it's a landlocked city. Um, but hey, maybe you find a field somewhere. I don't know. I imagine there's still airship docks from when there were airships. I imagine there's still yeah. I imagine there's. There's still airship, even though there's not airships, that's only been like a few months since airships stopped existing. So they're probably like not staffed or anything. Probably pretty empty. They're using it for other stuff. I mean, they're yeah, very like outdoor dining. Sunrise yoga. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys can manage to land. You're the you're the only airship that's landed on this airstrip for well on six months at this point. We okay. They are not used to seeing airships around. Are there people like gathering because they see a fucking airship and it's magic and they haven't seen that like what's the vibe is it is are we landing at night is there anyone coming to check us out it is dusky it is like it's just the 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 uh the sun has just crest the horizon uh and it is 
it is going to be night here. Uh, that kind of does hide your approach to a certain extent. Um, yeah, I mean, if there are people milling about in the area, they may like come over and like kind of gawk at the scenario. But it's not like there's uh, uh, like a angry mob, a huge crowd okay. showing up or anything like that. Okay, most episodes of this podcast that I've experienced, we've interacted with an angry mob. So I just <laughs> wanted to check. From all you can see as you're as you're kind of sailing, like there are people in the area generally, but they like kind of give you like a look and then just kind of move about themselves. It doesn't even look like they're entirely uh, like awe inspired. Or, how cool or, is their you know, fucking like, life? How, how cool? How cool is their life that an airship can touch down for the first time in months after magic has fallen? Devastation. There's gods fucking ruining shit and every airship fell out of the sky and then for the first time in months they see one and they're like yeah but i've really got to get to zumba because i keep telling myself that i'm gonna go to zumba and then anytime anything comes up it like what how cool is their fucking life yeah i mean the nearest person (laughs) you you reach out you reach out your mind your mind tethers and try to like touch the brain of the nearest person, uh-huh. and they just, you know, all you hear in, in your mind, they look up at you and they go, "Not my chin, not my problem." Wow. <laughs> away, you know, they're not, they're not impressed. <laughs> they're not impressed. They're not impressed with your airship. I'm sorry. Look, it's the brute force. We're monsters traveling around. I'm just checking the vibe. Everybody's just kind of like moving on. Okay. They're doing. They're going about their days. Going well, about their lives. Well, let's see if they're impressed when they see my fucking terrifying ghost tail that's now attached to my body. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Okay, ha- okay. The city is very wide, but not very tall. Yeah, but it's still gonna like mm-hmm. take a lot to traverse. Should we take the tigriffs? Should we politely ask our tigriffs if they would be open to like, you know, doing some like low flying or just, like using them to traverse this city faster? I suppose it depends on how visible you really want to be. Do okay, group. We want to stealth. I think we should. Be a little sneaky. Okay. But where where are we going now that we're here? We need to find these vampire dudes. Yeah, the vampires just left a different throne city where that that they flipped, like put that thing down, flipped it, reversed it, left in ruin after so stealing a bunch of crystals. In so charge I'm, here too. I'm thinking throne room. I don't think that you go from being in charge of a ruler in one throne city to being like. Just a small business owner in another small city. I don't think that they're doing a step point, down. Yeah, I think that they're. I think it's a lateral move to a city that's more finan or like to a country that's more financially, whatever, um, well off. Uh, steal the resources of the other one. Come over here is what I'm thinking. So we should probably go to the powers that be, uh, and yeah, in that yeah. case, maybe coming in with. <laughs> tigers and stuff would lend us some kind of status uh but we typically are a sneakier bunch yeah i think we need to do some recon of the palace or whatever they've got here very fair very fair bat boy all right is it a palace here is it a castle is it just a big house i feel like they've kind of got like um they got a long like a long long house type situation like a real yard i'm sorry it's scenario. a ranch you know I mean? style palace I'm sorry. It's like a big old Viking meeting hall type thing. Exactly. It's very, very Valhalla. Okay. Yeah. Fine. Also, um, I just a just a just a point I would like to I would just like to put into play here. I do not want you guys to operate from a place of being uninformed. So I'm going to let you guys know vampires 
are very dangerous. <laughs> They're very dangerous beings. Like Mort's been a vampire for like a few months. You guys have encountered a handful of vampires that were not very tough vampires. If you guys go looking for the biggest, baddest vampire you could possibly find in any given situation and Gus go running into that scenario, you will get wiped. So I just want you guys to understand you may have done amazing things and saved gods and all of these things are wonderful. Vampires can and will kill you. I refuse to acknowledge the risks uh, in me, the player. Okay. You don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about the risks. I I did not say that statement just for you. (laughs) (laughs) To the entirety of the people who are here today, I will tell you, if you go charging into battle against multitudes of vampires, you will all die. Okay. It's not a it's not a possibly you will die. It is almost impossible for you not to. You want us to be sneaky sneaks and set a trap. I want you to think when you approach this city of the fact that you are outnumbered and outgunned and the the common approach. The assumption that we're making is that this is the vampire's home turf. The assumption that we're making is that. You came here for that yes. reason. Yeah. Yes. You came here assuming that this is where okay. they will be. Yeah. So you had that memory from what's his name too, didn't you? Where it was on a horse. Is Ilstrak. Yeah. Yeah. I did jump into his memory. And he was chased down here. Chased down here. Was the thing that you remember. He like, he landed here and he was chased down by mm-hmm. vampires here. So, the only other thing, the only other thing that we know about vampire origins is the fact that Leland grew up with one that we're aware of. Mm-hmm. But we still don't know if he was a vampire at that time or became a vampire after. Yeah. We know that he was old. <laughs> we don't know much else. So should we uh, go, go, do some sneaking. We, I mean, we need to find out what they're up to. We could just ask yeah. some of these, some of these people. We could just ask them if they've seen, seen anything. None of the vampires saw Cammy's flesh body. <laughs> so Cammy walk around in human uh, uh, form, and hopefully that'll be a little extra layer of. All right, it's been a while since you have described what Cammy looks like in human form, and it may have been multiple tales ago. Yeah, like uh, it was because I know that I know that Cammy's human form changes as mm-hmm. well a mm-hmm. little bit as uh, as she gains tails. So why don't you take a moment to describe what Cammy looks like in uh, human form? Absolutely. So when Cammy gets a new tail. She grows taller, right? She grows like six inches taller with each tail because she started out like two feet tall, <laughs> very small. So she's gradually getting taller. The same is true of her uh, human form, but it is not as drastic. Uh, so when she, her human form, when she had one tail was probably closer to like five foot, right? And now she's like inching up. So with uh, five tails that we're at now, which is so <laughs> many fucking tails, with Five and a ghost with four and a ghost tail, five total. She's probably sitting around like five, eight, five, nine, like on the taller side, uh, uh, for like a lady. Hair, very long. Hair, she's got it. 
Oh, yeah, she's got, she's got, well, in my, my visual, I had her with like multiple braids, like that correspond to the tails, but now we're getting into five, which is insane, right? Having three braids is wild. Having five braids is like some witcher hairstyle shit, you know, some like fucking Mm -hmm. Daenerys Targaryen shit. One of them's white. Oh yeah. Oh no, she absolutely has a long white streak in her hair now, but no, I think that she gets like. Just a very simple kind of like frock dress on when she uh, transforms and um, the coloration of her like hair, except for the big long white streak, is very that like tan taupey like tails coloration from Sonic because that's kind of the color scheme that she has when she's in fox form. Um, Very freckly, this lady, in a way that makes her look younger than she would otherwise. So like Bar Raphael, you're describing Bar Raphael. Sure. Remember her? Like 14 Leonardo DiCaprio girlfriends ago? (laughs) Vaguely. He keeps getting older and they stay the same age. Wow. Gross. Um, It is. mm -hmm. He's a real life Wooderson. Yeah. Don't like it. Um, But yeah, she still has the same fucking backpack. So she still looks like a, a, a goddamn nerd. And I feel like she gets, she has like phantom tail movements. You know how you have like phantom limb like sensations and stuff. I feel like she she'll like have little like twitches and stuff because she feels like something has hit her tail hmm. or like her tail is moving. So she, I feel like she's probably not the coolest looking person. She's probably a real dork. She probably takes like four steps and then like gets a little like itch in her back and like arches and stuff because she's used to like her weight being further behind her with all these tails. She's Emma Thompson as Professor Trelawney. Yeah, not as old probably. Not as old looking, uh, but but yeah, she's very easy breezy. Uh, yeah. Now, does everyone else want to describe any other? Characters? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, <laughs> uh, like, does everybody? Does anybody else have anything that they're doing? Like, from an affectation standpoint, because Ray has described Cami as being, uh, you know, quite obviously for Cami's standards, incognito. Um, so is like what's Mort's what's Mort's appearance du jour? Uh, is Leland waltzing out fully uh, wrapped, fully just a mummy man? Like what's the plan today? Yeah, we were on like a cool ship, right? Yeah. Also, you guys do have a mask that literally transforms your face into looking like another person, but just don't let it happen up so close. Leland's gonna remember the style of Gurn from last he was here, three hundred years ago. So he's going to festoon himself <laughs> in what he remembers the style of Gurn. So I would imagine. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I'm going to describe to you the style of Gurn okay. from 300 years ago. Um, you are wearing a foppish yeah. wig. We're there. Uh, heavily powdered we're, we're face. the exact same thing. Uh, right there. <laughs> uh, uh, there's, a, there's a lavish overcoat. I draw on one of those fake moles. Yeah. Yep. There's pantaloons. <laughs> Uh, like very frilly pantaloons, and yeah, you just uh, you just borrowed those uh, those elf boots, the big buckle that uh, Cammy had had that Cammy had made specially uh, for Bobo. <laughs> you just borrowed those, and you're working you're working with those. Is it is it fair for me to describe this as extremely French Revolution? Yeah, I say hark and hither, fair Guernsey, it is I, <laughs> Leland, back again. <laughs> Hark! It is I back again. So Mort is wearing the the mask that makes you look like other people, and it's kind of looking a bit like Yanov um, <laughs> because he doesn't want 
people to like look at his face and immediately think, oh, that's a vampire. <laughs> Leland wants to look like Jasper, and I'm going to do crimes. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to cover up like his pale skin. Okay. I mean, hey, listen. I'm not one to tell you not to pick ja- uh, not to pick not to pick uh, Yanov. I will tell you, Yanov is wanted in several kingdoms. <laughs> yeah, but the only other option is Jasper. Until I really want to look like you've Jasper. seen other people. Yeah, you've seen other people walking by. Yeah, steal uh, their soul. Steal their soul. So before I before I put on the mask, then uh, I turn to Cammy and say, uh, Cammy, could you? Jump into one of these uh, townspeople's heads and just check that they're not thrilled. Last thing I want is to be, you know, walking through a city and everybody's just a, a thrall sort of vampire. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. You, you know could, me? wow. You could probably, there's probably crew on this ship that you could take their face. I, well, look, I don't need another reason to jump in someone's head. I'll do that. That's no problem. Um, but I bet, I bet there's like crew members that you could also. Yeah, I, I, sure, I could. It's I just you want to look guardian cautionary. No, I, I just want to make sure we're not wandering right into the the oh, hornet's fair. nest. As oh, it he's being okay. a coward. Cammy, Cammy <laughs> will walk up to the first, uh, the first NPC man, woman, child, you know, and just like. Start to greet them, and then based on what voice you give them, I'll determine. <laughs> hey, hi, hi. Sorry, can I real quick? Do you have a second? Oh yeah, what's 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 going on? Oh, I don't want my friend to sound like that. Okay, the next NPC. Okay, he's gonna he's gonna say, wrong person. I'm so sorry. I thought you were my uncle. I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's and probably then, a local accent. Everyone's gonna sound similar. I know. I'm really excited for it. Um, Katie's gonna go up to the next NPC, man, woman, child. Excuse me. I'm so sorry to bother you. Um, do you have a minute of your time, real quick? Well, absolutely. But if you're asking me for directions, uh-huh. I must tell you, I'm quite new in town. I just arrived here myself. Okay. Um, Cammy is going to like, like, lean forward and very emphatically, like, like bend down, like she's uh, bowing a little bit, and like shake, like take both hands, both oh, of her hands on one of their hands, shake. and like, in fact, yeah, 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 emphatically shake, and then jump into his brain. <laughs> As she's shaking his hand, more sort of nudges her. He's like, not. Not that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm in his head. <laughs> I, <laughs> Too late. I haven't been here long enough. All right. Uh, You're in this person's head. Okay. Um, does it look mm-hmm. like they are, their actions are <laughs> can, like congruent to what they want? Oh, my word. You're in my head. What's going on Wait, with what? this? Oh. This is so strange. Why did you jump into my head? Why are you in here? This is a place only I go in my head. It's, it's, it's very I think weird. You're just thinking of me a lot. Have you, I'm sorry, have you been to your therapist lately? I think you're just projecting a lot onto me. You don't even know my name. All right, see ya. <laughs> Cammy's going to jump right out and, like, turn on her heel and immediately, like, pass by more and give him, like, a pat on the shoulder blade to be like, oh, that one's good. That one's great. Not thrilled at all. Uh, have at it. Yeah, that, that You don't have to use that voice. Help. That doesn't help. <laughs> It, 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 it doesn't help. Uh, as you look over at that person, there's like blood trickling out of their <laughs> nose and one of their ears. It, it can't be that painful to have Cammy jump in their head. The, the trouble is, Cammy, that, that doesn't help determine if most of the town has been thrilled or not. Uh, if this person's only just arrived. Okay, I see the I see the problem. Got it. Okay, can Cammy yeah, go, need back, local. Can Cammy go back to the first local? Hey, quit. Sorry, I do need directions, actually. You're not I'm my uncle. I'm still not your uncle, actually. 
I know I'm not your no, uncle. I, I am looking for my uncle, but I realized that if I told you where he might be, you could give me directions to him. Sure. Okay, the nearest bar. And then after that, could you tell me where the second nearest bar is? And then after that, if you could just give me a list of all the taverns in town, that's kind of the only place you're going to find my uncle. So. Wow. Well, your uncle's probably not in town because they shut down most of the taverns about Was it because five of my months uncle? Ago. Five months ago. Yeah, it's been quite some time since anybody's had a lick of nothing to drink around here. What happened to the taverns? They closed them down. I don't know. Nobody, nobody must have been going to them or something because suddenly stopped, stopped making money or something. Most of them shut down one after another. Cammie's going to like uh, lean forward and act like she's fixing their collar or something and like brush up against some skin and jump in uh, this person's head. This person is going to try to block your attempt. They've trained in karate. Tra- and karate keeps... Okay, she's rolling Mental karate. The most deadly type of karate yes. there is. Wow. Owie. 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 Came out of five. Okay. You successfully do this. This person is very suspicious of you. Mm. What the hell are you doing? Why are you doing no. it? Okay. <laughs> you put up a... Uh, first of all, that's a totally different voice. Second of all, you put a lot up a lot of fight. That's the same voice. I don't know what you're talking about. It's the same exact voice I had the first time. Residual self-image, but the voice. He said, who are you? I don't know you. Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, I just, I do this, uh, you know, a lot. That's pretty suspicious. Much, yeah, yeah, why were you worried about that? All I was doing was fixing your collar. I don't like when people try to touch my face. Okay, wow. I keep my skin nice and clean. I do a lot of exfoliating, and I don't need extra grubby fingers on it, especially not from a fur person. Have you ever had someone jump in your brain before? I've never liked this. It's not been fun. I've thought about people sometimes. Sometimes you can't control it. Sometimes you get infatuated with people and you say, hey, look, they're cute. And they're all in your brain all the time every day. And what happens? It happens sometimes. Does it feel like you're in love with me right now? No. Doesn't feel like No, this this feels gross and weird. And it feels like there's a weird little short four furry person in my brain. And you don't even furry in the real world. So I don't even understand how that is. Why are you three feet tall? (laughs) Okay. Wow. Wow. First of all, I'm Why are you three I'm feet four tall? and a half feet tall now. Okay, I got a tale about it. Thank you. I just wanted to know if you had been enthralled by vampires. Do you know anything about vampires, sir? There's a lot of questions for some foreign person to come over here, jump in you somebody's head. saying foreign like you're them stop, as a f- Stop continuously <laughs> saying foreign. You're not saying that it's bad to be foreign, but you have a tone with it. I don't feel very comfortable. <laughs> Well, you're the one jumping in people's heads without even saying a hi. How you I doing? I did say hi, it's, and I talked to you about my uncle's drinking problem. What more do you want? Uh, you never asked how I was doing. Did you once ask how I was doing? I said. You don't know if I've got a phobia about, against this. I, I could have had a phobia. Okay, let's get your mind back on topic. Have you ever had a vampire <laughs> in your head? Or do you know anything about vampires? Please, sir. Well, how the hell would anybody know, I suppose? You know this right now. You how am I supposed to know right that? You're of me for fixing your collar. I am suspicious mm-hmm. of you because you have jumped inside my brain and shifted your form. <laughs> and it's unfortunate and gross that you would do such a thing to me. <sighs> my mom told me, don't greet people down by the airship place. I said, no, mom, I'm going to go do it. Somebody's going to come back. And they said, she said, I no point. And if anybody does, they're going to be weirdos. And guess what? My mom was right. What's the name? Use a weirdo wow. lady. Okay. What I actually do prefer you calling me a weirdo to foreign, though, I will say. 
Side note, what was the most, like, the largest, most notable tavern before they shut down? Can you give me a name of... I don't... Oh I probably could. Don't feel for, super forthcoming right now. What I'm, you jumping hold up on, all the time? Adam, I'm real I'm like this. in his brain. If there's a surface thought and I can't mm-hmm. read it, what what's the point of any of this? <laughs> Why is this not a, just a conversation? If, hold on. If he's thinking of a place and he won't tell me, I'm in his head. How is he covering that up for me without like mental jutsu training? Okay, all right. Kimmy, Kimmy not only jumps out of his head, but like pushes him down, puts a hand on his sternum, and pushes him over. It's like, if you want that fucker's face, just take it. I don't, I can't with this one. I don't know what's wrong with his thoughts, but I can't, I won't. I'm not gonna do this anymore. Not, not him. Um, as you jump out of this guy's head, you feel. Just like the hairs on the back of your neck just stick up. Like it feels like somebody's staring at you. It feels like somebody is looking directly at you. And like you kind of like glance around the area that you're in and like no one is paying the slightest bit of attention to you. But you look you feel like you have been seen by something or someone. Um, okay. Okay. When I jumped in his head, would I have been able to tell if he was a vampire? Because I've been in vampires' heads before. Is it different? Is their consciousness different? Yeah. So, okay. Every vampire that you've ever interacted with, with the exception of Mort, had a very high self-esteem. <laughs> so I feel like I feel like in the times that you have been inside a vampire's head, I feel like you would know. I feel like you would okay. know. I know that it's it's I know that it's hard to have a player character in your party that does mental warfare and it's hard as a player character to do that in a way that doesn't come across as evil. I get that. <laughs> but you, but this like this whole argument that happened in character and then you jump out and you're like, "Hey, all I got to tell you is the vibes were off with that one." <laughs> No, I'm telling you nothing. I'm not telling you anything. You're telling me nothing, uh, and I don't deserve to know anything, but I felt like someone was watching me only when I jumped out, correct? You clocked it when you jumped out. Okay, okay. And it's one of those things where you don't know, like, how long that that had been there for, but you noticed it when you left. Like, you noticed it when you just, like, suddenly just made a big move to change uh, what was going on. Okay, um... Yeah, more. If you want that one, have at it. Um, I don't know for sure that he's not enthralled, but he's a real piece of shit. So I can't have a lot of friends. So that'll help us stay under the radar. Uh, Mort takes the face of the first guy you spoke to. Sweet. Pretty sure that he isn't enthralled. <laughs> I'm so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you're correct. The, the, the point of the the jumping heads wasn't to decide which face I could get. That was. Well, because Cammy does not like looking at that face anymore. She has a bad association with that with that dude. Yeah, I don't. I also don't want to take the face of someone that could possibly be thrilled and then sort of meet my master. He'd be like, "Hey, Jerry, what are you doing?" And then I have to pretend that I'm Jerry. You know? Yeah. Nobody wants to pretend to be Jerry. Well, Jerry's dead, isn't he? Jerry Mortsbourne. Uh, yeah. Um, you killed him mm. right after, out of like, uh, respect. <laughs> Well, disrespect. Oh, we can say that. <laughs> so, do we head into, into town, into the city then? Is that the plan? Uh, yeah, I think we try to get as close to the palace as, as possible. I would like to check out why all the fucking taverns closed. Like, I don't know if this is the... 
if this is the goddamn uh, Footloose town or what now. But it's it's weird that after all the magic ended and like there was this big upheaval that drink sales would not be going up. Hey, Lynn, why don't you do a little dance and see what happens? Yeah, all right. See if anyone <laughs> looks at you angrily. Like, hell yeah. Who's going to do a dance? Who's going to do the uh, classic, like, Pop and Jay? Like, you remember in, when in uh, when in Barry, when he decides to do NoHo Hanks? He's like, mm-hmm. Barry's going to make us. He's mm-hmm. doing that type of, like, it's like part. It's yeah, part, it's a good dance. Part dance. Yeah. And he's really emphasizing bringing his whole, you know, arms up vigorously to the chest. And he's also kind of like... Uh, Doing a little, doing uh, kind of like a two steps, like a two big, like North Korean march step. He's goose stepping, and then he's jumping on the third step and doing a like a goose step in midair before he lands. It's going over fucking gangbusters. There's not a sizable crowd, but there's a there's a semi decent crowd. There's a handful of people that are just checking this out, uh, and they're you know a polite golf claps. You know, it's it's good. And he's gonna finish with a flourish on one knee, like, <gasps> and he's gonna stand up and say, "That's how he did it, Gern style." Wow, not illegal though. Not a flash dance style. Nope. Good d- to know. Well, uh, Footloose flash dance is Foot- different. Yeah, that's yeah. The one I, meant. I always get those two mixed up. Interesting. Um, do you also think that that's the movie where they put Baby in the corner? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's not that. So, and I and I could not gleam or. I guess Cammy could not gleam any information about where these taverns were or like what they are now. Yeah. I mean, as you guys, as you guys kind of like walk through town, like meandering about just taking in the sites, there's a handful of things uh, that you can pick up on, but we're going to roll some investigates or some notices, depending on how, where you're trying to get some superficial things or if you're trying to like just really dig in on some some specific things. So if there's a specific thing you're looking for, tell me what you're looking for and you can investigate that. If you are just trying to get like a surface level feel for things, then roll me I've got a three for notice, just sort of generally checking for abandoned buildings and stuff, which may possibly have been a tavern. I got a zero. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna investigate because I do actually have a two investigate, even though my notice is better. And I specifically want to look up like taverns if i can if i can tell anywhere that used to be a tavern or if i can like see Mm -hmm. if there are people milling about like see where they're congregating instead of taverns that's that's what Mm -hmm. i want to do and i get a plus two and i rolled a i rolled a two so so that's a four okay so a handful of things that have been picked up leland these people fucking dig your vibe (laughs) you're popular here as you ever were you do quickly clock the fact that this isn't the fashion du jour anymore. Like this isn't this isn't the popular style what you're wearing right now anymore, but you feel like it wrapped around and you're bringing it back. Like right. you're you're in the 90s bringing back hippie vibes. Yeah. Like you're like retro already, uh but people are like are picking up what you're putting down. I love it. Cammy, as you're looking around to try to figure out like where these taverns went, you find a lot of locations that are like on the corner, you know, full glass windows set up in a place that would like be very perfect for taverns. And they all seem to be either like healthy eating bistros or uh, like tea shops. Um, and people tend to be gathering in these type of locations instead. 
Everybody is apparently very interested in what's going into their body. Okay, so this is like a health nut, like vegan LA situation. Yes. It's gentrified. Did Gern, sure, Gern's gentrified. And the that person's whose head I jumped in said that that the taverns closed down like five months ago. And that was a few months mm-hmm. before the whole God war thing. Uh, no, that would have been like within a few months after, after the that. God thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Mort, you're just kind of just generally getting a vibe for the city, seeing like what pops out at you. Um, you don't really notice any buildings abandoned. It seems like there's like a real run on real estate in this area still. One thing you do notice that feels a little off to you is that at almost every corner there is a group of like five to six children to high school age kids just standing on the corner what ages from five or six years old up to like 16 17 years old vampire street urchins is it mixed gender is it like boy scouts or girl scouts or is it like it's just, yeah, there's, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. It's not every corner, but it's like maybe every few corners. And as you guys are just like getting a feel for like what's going on, you see a carriage approach and it's like got a real long drawn wagon behind it and it picks up a group of kids and then it continues on down the road, like a couple more corners down and, and picks up another group of kids. Uh, and that wagon says on the side of it, it says Frost Reach Preparatory Academy. Oh, that's 21 Jump Street, this shit. Let's go. <laughs> Have we ever, hold on, hold on. Have we ever, as the brute force, I don't, I can't remember a time the brute force has ever interacted with a school? Have no? Have we ever heard of a school? Has, is there schools in this world? There are schools. You guys have never had to interact with a school, but there are schools, yes. Lola was like a personal apprentice for a wizard, but other than that, we ain't learned of we haven't not learned of anyone learning anything in an institution. So there are schools that are normal. <laughs> in so, yeah, in some places, yeah, there okay. are schools. Now, not all places. There are a lot of there are a lot of like middle of nowhere places that don't have schools. But in in a lot of the big cities, they do have like schools for for uh, learning skills. Sure. Okay. Uh, and apparently, Frost Reach has a preparatory academy. Prepping for what? Um, yeah, it may jump out to you that all of these kids are getting picked up for school. Uh, and I did announce to you that at the beginning of this that this is uh, after dusk. So night uh, school. apparently school in Frostreach happens at night. Okay. Everything is pointing us towards this goddamn school. So let's, let's not go to the palace first. And let's go check out this school because maybe if they're preteen vampires, they won't total party kill us immediately. There'll be a lot of them. And there's always the vampire headmaster. Always and, gotta watch out for that. Yeah, and middle school kids are so fucking mean. They're so mean. So that's also a concern. Yeah, I'd rather go up against the head vampire. Yeah, actually, <laughs> no, let's head, to the, let's head to the palace. <laughs> the middle school kids are so fucking mean. <laughs> Jasper rolls up on a skateboard and he <laughs> kickflips it and he stands next to you guys. He's like, all right, you know, let's, let's, let's jump in on this high school action. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready to enroll, fellow children. Oh. So yeah, everyone was really excited. Uh, for me to join in the crew on this particular run, you know, a lot of times I do, you know, I'm kind of like the the man behind the scenes, you know, I set up a lot of the meets and, um, you know, I do a lot of the armchair logistics types of things, um, but I don't really get in the streets too often much, don't dirty my hands, 
Uh, but that doesn't mean I can't run with the bulls, baby. Look at me. So I thought, you know, this would be a great time. I couldn't get on the bus, though. Um, they didn't believe my particular disguise. And this is the thing you're going to run into if you want to play the streets. It's that occasionally, this is what happens, as you get burned, right? Um, somebody, somebody burns your disguise. You know, they see right through you. This could be a good thing. Actually, a lot of people don't know this, is that if you are in a disguise and everyone sees through and they go, oh, this guy shouldn't be here, and then you get yoinked out and you get thrown out on your ass, and you, you know, get you know, roughed up a little bit and dragged through the dirt behind the bus for at least a mile and a half before they let you go. If something like that happens, that's good for the rest of your crew. Because no one's on the lookout for another person in disguise. They've already caught the guy in disguise. He's, he's, he's the thrown out, right? He's bleeding on the side of the road, and now the rest of your crew's in, right? Like it's 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 a beautiful little con if you can pull it off. <laughs> it's a little inside inside the game, right there. You know, it's very very gamesmanship, very deep cut, right? Um, anyway, next time we'll see what's going on at the old preparatory academy, um, where the rest of the brood force, you know, sans moi, um, do their best to infiltrate the local groups and cliques. Um, of the teenage populace uh, to try to figure out exactly what it is that is um, well where the vampires are I guess I mean it's not like there's much mystery here the whole damn season's been about vampires um, they've run into vampires on several occasions and it's internally night right here I mean it's pretty obviously vampires but they just gotta get somebody to say it and point them in the right direction I suppose um, but anyway, we'll be there next time here at the Gilded Round Grog House and Tea Room. Tip your minute or bartenders, perhaps me as well, because I am deeply in debt, and I will see you all next time. I, for one, really enjoyed that episode. It's great to be back, folks. It is good to be back. It's been a long time. I feel like it has been so long since I've recorded Brute Force with you boys. Yeah, because it was even an extra couple of weeks for you. Yeah. Before you moved. But yeah, yeah. because you guys, you guys had a, a fun time without me, which I was incredibly hurt by, even though I was yeah. in the process of moving. Making robots horny with the Kama Sutra. That's what that episode is. I really think it's amazing okay. that you still have not listened <laughs> to Double Kama Sutra. <laughs> yeah, there was Double Kama Sutra. Um, yeah, th- even throughout that episode, there were a lot of points where we were just like, gosh, is, is it okay to have this much fun? Um, and wow. then we just kept saying to each other, yep, <laughs> yep, it is. That's a bold And then we whipped each line. other with towels. I fully don't believe that you've ever had fun without me, Adam. John probably has fun without me all the time. I don't think you've ever had fun, <laughs> had a day in your life <laughs> without me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good episode to come back to, though. It was fun. Yeah. I, I'm glad you guys made it to Gurn, a wonderful town where everything's normal. Yeah. Well, okay. Uh, I don't know if everything's normal. Completely normal. Nothing yeah, everything's here. normal, and uh, like due to the inability to put air conditioners in schools, they just have school at night. Very normal. So I, I know we're, I know we're gonna do this fun 21 Jump Street thing. How realistic would it? Would it be in your in you guys' high school if there was Sell like drugs. a fun senior? No, if there was a fun like oh by the way Leland's definitely fucking doing that. That's like a reverse <laughs> twenty one Jump Street. <laughs> Gets into school <laughs> to sell drugs. Um, no, if there was like a fun like new senior that came into town and had a, a large monkey with her, had a huge 
uh, like bodyguard style ape that traveled around. All right. Her. Well, in my high school, it didn't happen often. Sure, but um, it did. It didn't. I don't even remember. We put a little jersey was, on him. He could join the football team. Do you know what I mean? Bobo well, sure. would be a great wide receiver. Bobo will not. Bobo will not be. That's not what he would play. And Bobo <laughs> would not be the only simian enrolled at this school. I feel. If you oh. shave him, he looks like a goblin. No. No. If you shave, shave him, he looks like he looks like a hobgoblin. That's a very different thing. Actually, he's kind of more bugbear. If he cut his hair the right way, he'd look like a bugbear. If you were going to put a gorilla on a football field, I'm going to ask you. I mean, Ray's already said wide receiver. Very wrong. I know it's offensive line. I know it's offensive line. I'm not stupid. Or a defensive tackle because they got long arms, right? D tackle, yes. Okay. D tackle or D end. Um, but I mean, they're not going to be running very fast. I just, so I just maybe D tackle, yeah. I just don't respect football. And that's why I'm having a hard time getting invested in. <laughs> Maybe he gets on the soccer team instead and he's the goalie and he just fills up the whole goal. Okay. Ooh, Bobo has big hockey energy. This is a cold place. I think Bobo would do great. He has big hockey energy. What about shot put? What about discus? What about track and field? Yeah, he's been pract- he's been practicing those discus throws with a bat ball. Alright. Well, what was your question? What was your question, Ray, about like uh, you were going to ask something before I jumped in on uh, football mm. about the other. No, I just think uh, we didn't talk about uh, can we bring Bobo along? But I feel I feel like if you if you're a new kid in school and you automatically have this very buff Simeon football player with you, uh, I think that would sell it. I did uncharacteristically warn you guys off of being too brazen. Yeah. Um, I did uncharacteristically announce to you guys that uh, vampires could very well kill you. Mm-hmm. Which seemed aggressive. Which does not mean that you should not lean towards whatever's funny is a good idea. So I will tell you that if you decide to enroll yourselves and also Bobo as uh, as new exchange students in town, I, I feel pretty strongly no one's going to clock Bobo. I feel like that would be funnier to not clock Bobo. Yeah, we would ruin it before Bobo would ever ruin it. Because, I mean, just by the sheer fact that we are talking to each other and trying to figure something out out loud and Bobo is not, uh, <laughs> would really help sell Bobo as flying sure. under the radar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, listen, uh, if he looks big and strong and they feel like there's a whole, uh, like, like he's going to help any of the sports teams, they're not going to ask questions. Exactly. I've yeah. seen I've seen enough uh, high school themed movies to know that if there's a good athlete, that no one no one's gonna like they're just gonna get away with whatever they want. Hey, I, I know we kind of sped through the Scrunchmas season, but if you have a late uh, Scrunchmas gift for this show and for those that make it, you could leave us a review, a five star review. Uh, is the kind we like, especially five star reviews that talk about uh, how cool. It is that uh, Cammy is gonna <laughs> invite her monkey to high school. I think uh, <laughs> I'm a five star man and deserve a five star review. Um, so just That's go ahead great. and uh, in your in your review, just mention that uh, it's five stars because Adam's a five star man. Thank also, you. you can tell us what scrunchmas gifts you would give to the cast, and then Adam will make them into real items and give them to us and boost our power levels. 
The next time I see you, yes, I will give each of you a gift as suggested by the listeners. Yeah. I'm okay. Okay, guys, I. Y'all, y'all may not know this. I recently moved uh, very close to Adam, so I'm going to see Adam pretty regularly. So he has to give this to me. I meant like in-game gifts for the characters. No, but... I mean real life. Yeah, okay. I want material goods. <laughs> Leave Adam reviews telling him to give me gifts. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way I will ever give Ray anything. Yeah, he's never given me a gift at all, ever. Please leave a review and make it happen. (laughs) Also, if you want to give a gift to everyone in your life, including yourself, but also us, those are the only people in your life, uh, then you can go out to Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash brewforce, and you can give yourself the gift of listening to uh, all the amazing side content that we do out there. You can go listen back on the Franked episodes if you never jumped on the Frank train. Uh, go get on that or you can listen to uh, Divine Intermission which has been a wonderful little godly uh, game of, uh, of 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 goofiness and gallantry another gift you could consider getting yourself is a set of brute force fake dice from dieharddice.com yeah go do that it's also a great idea buy them for all your family Valentine's Day is coming up great gift Valentine's. for a Valentine. Wow. You got a sweetie in your life? <laughs> You've been wanting to ask out that girl down at the library. Here's what you do. You go up to her and you say, listen, I just reviewed Brute Force on Apple Podcasts. And you know what? I said that Adam was a five-star man. And you know what she's going to say? When and where, big boy. Take me out to Din Din. And... Uh, and then you could not even be a boy. And you're gonna say Red Robin, and she's gonna say Yum, and then Yum. it's on. And then it's on. It's on like Donkey hey. Kong. <laughs> Bottomless fries and topless girls. <laughs> Bottomless fries and topless girls. I hate it. <laughs> and if you want to hate it, you can hate it over on Twitter. Uh, we're at Brute Forecast. You can find Adam at the Adam Bash. You can find Ray on another social media platform like Instagram at Ray Not Romano. You can, you, you can find um, you can find John up on Twitter or maybe off Twitter. I don't know at Nudzer with a Z, not a Z. You can find Pat at Patrick underscore Rankin. Uh, some people pronounce it Patwick underscore Wankin, but uh, it is spelled with an R. Yeah, so it's you should with R's should write notably. It that way. It's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, and also you can you could go to the the Discord, which is at uh, bit.ly slash Patwick Wankin. Spelled correctly. Spelled. Pat- yeah. Yeah. Spelled correctly with the W. With the W, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Great time. Adventurous. Fun. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Pie. I'll see you guys Ham. in a couple weeks. Sporks are magic. Justice with Chunky McKickflip. R.I.P. Chunky McKickflip. Horse. That was the most timid horse. Not my chin, not my problem. Wow. <laughs> Walk away, you know. Wow. Okay. All right. I, you, drinking out of cups over you here. You just went through the hullabaloo of being like, yeah, these people are, it's very polite. It's very, <laughs> all of a sudden it's like, not my fucking chin. It's not my fucking problem. God. <laughs> Think he's doing the bossa nova? No way. No way. <laughs> King of cups. Well, I'm the king of trees. <laughs> Love seashells and seahorses. I think he's Captain Knots. He's Captain Tie and Knots. Fucking. Every night he needs some knots tied. They go to him. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs>
<laughs> Mr. Walkway. <laughs> Mr. Walk down me. I'm Hello. the walkway. Lead me to the building. Fuck you. Seahorse, see hell. <laughs> I'm glad that every single person that may download this podcast definitely gets that reference. <laughs> you drinking out of cups. Lighthouses rule. <laughs> if you come to my house, I want seashells. Everything seashells. Seahorses. <laughs> I'm in love with seahorses. I'm in love with them. They're so beautiful and cute. In the fucking background going crazy. They're fucking unreal. I love them. Oh, okay. Man. Yeah. The internet before Twitter was awesome. They're not. They're not impressed. They're not impressed. They're not impressed with your airship. I'm sorry.